Salutations! Get a clap, guys. Come on. <laughs> and welcome to the 67th episode of the In The House podcast. The official podcast of Scouse's House Supporters Group, which yeah. is an official supporters group of Louisville City Football Club. Yeah. I am your host, Evan Floyd, and I am tickled pink to be here tonight. I'm thrilled. I'm excited about this one. It's going to be a lot of fun. We have a crowd favorite. Better than a lot of our others. Most of our others. <laughs> the vast true. majority. We have a crowd favorite and a uh, what I'm sure will be a new favorite here joining us tonight. Yeah. And so uh, I think to be able to have the kinds of conversations that I want to have, I'm going to need someone to do the heavy lifting, and I can think of no person better for that than my partner, who tonight is coming to you live <laughs> from a jungle gym in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, Andy Frederick. Andy, welcome, buddy. You doing okay? I love, I love jungle gyms. You love I just jungle. love them, and I've heard that Oshkosh has the best one, so I came here and there That's we are. That's just brilliant. One of my absolute favorite things when we do this is when we have guests on, when we do that, mm-hmm. the look on their face, like, what in the fuck are, are they, they talking, talking about? He's sitting right here. No, but he's, yeah. but he's here. He's, he's coming to us live from Oshkosh, Wisconsin, via the restaurant that we we're currently yeah. in. We're in Chow. Woo! Uh, over on Payne, Payne yeah, Street, Payne Street. And uh, it's a delightful little Italian eatery. Uh, we've been, we did another pod here with Hack a couple yeah, of weeks we ago. Really enjoyed it and said so we got to come back. So we're back. Uh, yeah. Andy, we've, we've got a guest tonight. The guest of guests. Really. We've, got, uh, we've got what was really... <laughs> we, we've got a guest tonight who it was a massively entertaining interview the last yeah. time we had him on the show last season. And he has brought a guest tonight. Yeah. And so... Wow. Uh, <laughs> it's the double whammy. It is. It's a bonus. This is, this is twice the fun. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's, let's introduce him. Ladies and gentlemen, your Hulk. <laughs> Sean Tosh is here. Sean, welcome back, buddy. Thanks for having me. You doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing well. I'm excited. Good. You get you get anything good? You get into anything good on your off day today? Uh, today we had uh, no practice, um, so I got into a little golf. Went for a little little run with uh, my girlfriend's dog. And uh, what kind of dog is it? He's a pug Boston Terrier mix. They're called bugs. A bug. 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 Love it. (laughs) Now, you heard a new voice there, and uh, Sean, would you like to introduce the new voice that we just had show up? Yeah, this is uh, my girlfriend here, Asia Hogel. Asia, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Is this your first ever podcast? It is, And do you feel confident? I do. Good. Good, good. Because we're definitely going to have some important questions to ask you. And uh, before we get going on the actual, like, meat of our podcast, which is theoretically about Louisville City Football Club, I I, I want to ask Sean an important fashion question. Because I don't want us to go too far into all this before we get to it. Okay. How did you decide that this year... It was going to be tucked in. No, that was going to be my only question. That was the one that I was, that was the one that I was so proud. I was like, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to spend a half hour on tucked in, locked in. Well, I'll let you handle the rest of it. But Sean, how did you decide? Because it's been a huge hit with the fan base. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It just, uh, it's something where in the past I've done it from time to time. Just like, uh, you know, nothing in particular, just like. Uh, you know, random game I'll play with my shirt tucked in. I don't know if I have in Louisville in the past, but I was looking at an old picture uh, when I was actually in Rochester with the Rhinos, yep. and I had my shirt tucked in, and I was like, 
that's a pretty good looking picture. <laughs> that is a good look. I, I gotta recreate like, this. I was like, you know, this is this is something that maybe I can bring back and maybe right? I'll make this my thing. It's like the it's like the gray area between an untucked kit and a collared kit. You know what I mean? Like right in the middle, right tucked in. And it, the picture was actually a tucked in shirt with a collared jersey. Whoa! Whoa and too I was much. I was like formal. <laughs> you can yeah. you go into a ball. What do you do? Yeah, I mean, I was ready for anything—a game, a ball. You gotta be ready for all occasions. Business, business meeting, anything. I have a cotillion I have to go to after this. Yeah. So. Who knows what's gonna happen after the game? You gotta be prepared before the game. Exactly. It's been a it's been a big hit, and it's in fact one of uh, already the all-time most downloaded Lucity City GIFs. GIFs. GIFs? GIF? I think it's GIF, isn't it? GIF. GIF? Yeah. It's GIF, right. right? Yeah, GIF. Thanks. All right, okay. we're going with GIF. <laughs> the, one of the all-time uh, highest downloaded Lucity City GIFs after your goal <laughs> With yeah. the uh, with the short corner with the near post run oh, and, the, yeah. uh, and the goal yeah. and you do the you do the tuck in, tuck in yeah. locked in and it has uh, I believe it's already the second highest downloaded Lucity GIF of all time after Sean Reynolds five yeah. from the Cincinnati game which will be hard to catch but uh, yeah. it's it's people people dig it man yeah you know I think it's something that uh, you know it's easy it's easy to to get on with you know and is it more comfortable. You know, or do you even notice? It actually, now it is. So <laughs> <laughs> now we actually had a game, and uh, I remember going, and I'm like, all right, you know, obviously everyone knows, like, I, like even training, I'm tucking my shirt in, and I was like pissed about something, and I'm like, I'm not even gonna tuck my shirt in today. Whoa, <laughs> that's how mad I. Am. That's how mad I. Am. People are gonna be like, why is your shirt not tucked in? Because I'm pissed off. Because I'm pissed off. <laughs> Exactly. Because the so, finale of Game of Thrones was disappointing. <laughs> Which it was. It was. It was. But <laughs> no, I agree. That was awful. Right. But I was warming up, and I'm like, like couldn't even run right. Like my legs. <laughs> I was like right arm, right leg at the same time. You know, like doing these. <laughs> So, this, <laughs> this is the reason why from now on we're going to have to emulate uh, Joe Val and the Groove Machine and have a vodcast because oh, the fact yeah. that you didn't all get to see Sean Tosh demonstrating how to run <laughs> right arm, right leg is disappointing and you should request it the next time you see him. Here's here's yeah. the important question though, Asia. Which do you prefer, tucked in or out? I think the tucked in locked in is great. There He's the is. only one who does it on the team. There you go. He looks good. It's a fun. It, it, it's a fun thing. And honestly, before we had started seeing the tucked in, locked in hashtag going around, uh, Andy and I commented after the first game we saw you in this season, yeah. like, "Hey, tucked shirt. Tucked I like in. it." Yeah. You can go tucked back shirt. and listen to the podcast. We commented on the fact that you were tucked in, and the rest of the team wasn't. Yeah. Well, and so our joke was, you know, we're not saying that it's because we mentioned it. We're just yeah. saying it might be because we <laughs> that it became a thing. I think you just put it out there. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Just, I mean, who's going to dispute it, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's a fun. It's a fun tactic, one way or the other, mm. to to have that be a, a identifying feature yeah. for you for the season. Plus, That's if really you're cool. the opposing team and you see somebody with their kit tucked in. Automatically, I would be like, "What is this guy's deal?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like every nineties, like you know, every nineties action movie. There's always like the bad guys. There's always the little bad guy who yeah. doesn't do anything. Yeah. That you're like, "Wait a minute, how did he? Yeah. How did he get in with these guys?" Yeah, we've <laughs> seen that guy do something crazy. See the see the tuck in. It's like, what? Wait a <laughs> something's different. Something's not right here. We actually had a game, so we're playing Nashville at home, and. Uh, I, like I get subbed in that game and I come in and I like that was a game where we were we were up and 
I believe we were up when I got subbed in and you typically in the games you know that I've get subbed in like as a midfielder it's like all right go break stuff up get everything out yep. we're just gonna finish this game like that's that's kind of how like me coming off the bench has kind of been over the last like year here sure and that uh, was the role you played a lot during the playoff run at the end of yeah. last year was yep. uh, coming in and just as being a finisher as yeah. the closer for us yeah so I came in and I like I like laid out a couple people, you know, like <laughs> which is our favorite in, thing. T- in typical fashion. And, and one of the guys in their team's like, "Yo, why is your shirt tucked?" <laughs> I like to think it's sort of like capture the flags and you're like try to untuck it, just yeah. try, see what happens, see what yeah. happens. Yeah. So he was just like, "Like, yo, what are you doing? Like, untuck your shirt, man. You look weird." And I'm like. Come at me, bro. This, is, Come at me bro. this is my look. I'm yeah. sorry you don't have a signature look. Yeah. I do. Uh, that's fun. All right. Um, now that we've gotten most of the tucked in, locked in, we're gonna we're gonna revisit throughout oh, the pod. Yeah, it'll sure. come back. But uh, let's let's talk a little bit about our most recent game. We played on Sunday at three, which was odd. This is a weird time, weird. weird weird vibe. Like this, the 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 entirety of it. You're so used to playing Saturday nights at seven. At Slugger, that uh, a yeah. Sunday game at three, it felt a little off kilter, uh, but man, five one wins. Yeah, you know they, that, uh, that, that'll, that. That'll that'll make you like a time frame really well. Uh, Atlanta United two comes to town, and uh, to be perfectly blunt, we kind of laid the wood to them. Uh, yeah. that's, there's not another real way to look at it. This was a destruction, statistically on the scorecard and stylistically. I thought that watching the game, it just felt like they don't look like they belong on the field what with was us. Pos- I didn't even look after the game. What was possession? I believe that it was 62-38, and that even Oof. feels generous to them, yeah, honestly. It was a, it was a great performance. Uh, 5-1 victory, five different goal scorers. A lot of fun to, to catch this game. Um, well, let's dive straight into it with Sean. Sean, first goal of the game on a beautiful cross from you. You send it over to the back post. Gets played on from uh, Abdu over to Brian Ownby, who finishes it. Ball never touches the ground after you launch it. What kind of feeling is that for someone who's a defensive player to get to do something like that? Uh, it's pretty sweet, you know. Like, you know, typically, you know, if I am hitting the pass into somebody, you know, it's usually to their feet, and then they're kind of like making the play and, t- and typically I like you know not necessarily trying to be too much of a playmaker you mm-hmm. know but like it was nice to you know have those moments where it kind of you know make a play from you have time a little do you have a little bit of license from hack to especially when we're controlling possession the way we were to sort of migrate a little farther up the field you're about five ten yards past midfield when you launch that pass I ask because I think that if we go the only negative thing I'll say about this game, the criticism this team has gotten all year has been defending the counter. And so when you are up past midfield and you know that you're one of the back four and you're up past midfield, is there any anxiety? Because the pass just looked perfect. And so it looks to me like you're not thinking at all about, oh, God, i got to be prepared to get back for this. Do you have license to get that far up the field, or is it just sort of you feel it out in the play? Absolutely. I mean, we talk about, like, anytime the center backs have space, that they're – that you want to take it because, like, uh, for any of the teams, especially, I mean, Atlanta wasn't necessarily this way. Like, they sat in a low block. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of teams will kind of, like, sit back a little deeper. And the only way you can really get through them is by making someone commit to you and make someone, you know, come out and make make them defend me. So, oh, that's cool. like, I hadn't thought about that. So, 
like I mean it makes sense like just numerically where if I if I'm taking my space now all of a sudden you who's the defender across me has to step out and now I have a pass to someone who you could have been marking sure now you have to defend me now the people that you would have been occupying are now open and so like making them adjust to just having to step out to me is uh, like a tactical adjustment that you know not many teams are forced to do because the defenders stay pretty far back. Sure, they're not advancing. So I mean, it's no, it's I pretty it's pretty typical now. Especially like you even saw they were trying to do it at times when we were trying to press them up high. Mm-hmm. Their center backs were like taking big touches to the midfield and like running at us. Kind of a similar idea. Yeah. No, I love that, and I love that concept. And it just goes to show one of the themes that Andy and I have uh, had throughout this season on the podcast has been how little we know. Mm-hmm. Like it's been, uh, it's been one of the things that we try to hammer away at is that uh, as far as fans go, we tend to think of ourselves as you know marginally knowledgeable fans. But it's easy to say you should have done this, they should have done this, you should have done this. But at the end of the day, like we. We just don't know shit. Like, yeah. just, <laughs> like, There's times that's where I don't know anything. <laughs> but it's nice. It's always nice to hear whenever you're talking about tactics with somebody who does know what they're talking about for them to say something either that validates something you already thought yeah. or explain something to you that you hadn't really considered before. And honestly, I wouldn't have thought about the fact that you're essentially drawing a midfielder out of the, out of the yeah. defensive block whenever yeah. you take a step forward. And I guess the greatest example of that of all time if we're gonna, if if we suck up for just a second, would be the Open Cup goal, where you were about as far up the field as a human being can be when they're playing center as a back, uh, yeah. as a center back before launching the shot from 22 yards out last season, which yeah. is still maybe my favorite goal. Yeah. That wasn't uh, wasn't a playoff goal in the in the history of Loose City. Uh, are we gonna see any more? Uh, are you gonna be able to get far enough up the field to launch one at net this year, other than on I mean, set pieces, where obviously we bring the center backs up. I mean, I, I told Oscar before the game, we were warming up like next to each other, I'm like, you know, if they give me enough space, I'm going to shoot. I love <laughs> it. I love that. Yeah. So I'm Making this happen. The thing is, though, is like one thing, I don't know like how much it was noticed from the outside, though, was like the kind of like the rotation we had, just like amongst a lot of the positions. Like there was moments where, you know, me and Pat kind of switched, you know, based on where the ball was at or where we were defending, and then we transitioned to attack. And then even like attacking pieces, obviously you don't have a lot more license to to switch between each other. But it's funny, like there was one late in the game, we're up five one, and I get the ball, like you know, like I end up running down the sideline, up to the end line, and the whole time I hear like on the bench, get back, what are you doing? <laughs> I hear like I hear Alexi in the back, dosh, dosh, back. <laughs> It's and, and that's got to be a, a like that would be the it was that was a pretty good accent. Yeah, pretty solid. He uh, like yelling at me to get back, and I'm like, I'm gonna go out there, yeah. you know, no, get, I'm doing give this. it to if they give it to me. I'm, I'm gonna take this. it. Well, it was one of the. I remember we had Paco on last year, right after a game where he had uh, drifted all the way up into the opposing 18-yard box during the run of play. And he had said essentially the same thing, which is that uh, until somebody stops me, there's no reason for me to not just keep going. Yeah. And he said though that at that time people were screaming at him too, like, "What are you? Yeah. Where are you?" Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like the panic just like sets in. There. <laughs> What's going on? Like everybody's out of space. This is not where we're at. <laughs> it's just chaos. On the yeah. Yeah. I, I'm it's glad like you a mentioned. Fire just was set off. And- <laughs> 
I'm glad you mentioned the interchangeability of it, though, which to me I thought was some of the prettiest soccer that we've played for the season, mm -hmm. was the idea that maybe not so much in the middle of the field, but especially the U-shape along the edges. From Brian through Oscar and then all the way across the center backs to Pat and then Antoine, I really felt like that U had a lot of overlapping plays throughout the game, had a lot of uh, switching sides throughout the game, just really keeping things interesting and uh, less predictable than uh, than what kind of soccer people can fall into the habit of sort of playing. Like, okay, I play this pass, and then, of course, he's going to go there, and I make this pass. It felt really free-flowing and felt like a lot of great energy, and it, it felt like guys were flying around the field, yeah. which was a good feeling. Well, like, when, when guys start moving like that and the ball starts flowing quickly, then, like, the confidence goes up, the composure mm -hmm. is increased, and then, like... There was, there was a lot of moments where our, our center mids were super composed in the ball, and then it allowed us to make those runs, and allowed us to keep moving the ball, and then get them down to one side, and then back around to the other. So I think it's really real credit to, to a couple of the guys, especially like our center mid core group of guys, of being able to be composed. And, cause it's, it's easy to, to, be, to get panicked, and just pull one in behind, especially when you have fast players like Antoine or Brian. Sure. Yeah. Or or Abdu up top. You're like, all right, well, you know, they're they're pretty fast. If I launch one, they might just, get there. Let's just put it in behind. Um, but for those guys to be able to keep the ball and then and then Atlanta's forced to defend for extended periods of time, and then they're just like, I mean, you know, not many people like to defend, so it's like. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I don't disagree yeah. with you at all. Especially attacking players, the the willingness to track back at all is such yeah. a huge advantage for your team. And I thought that both Brian before he went down and Ab, and um, specifically Abdu and Antoine were really doing a great job of tracking back in this game and helping regain possession and being really involved in the press, which I thought was as effective as it had been all year. It was. It was just a great fun game to watch. Yeah, it was awesome. We get to see uh, Pat McMahon vibes put in a goal, which was always a good feeling on the yeah. uh, on the I'm glad he's kick. growing his hair out. Can I just say that? Yeah. I'm glad he's growing his hair out. It's yeah. like Samson. It's like the seed of his power, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean maybe we're on to something here. Sure. <laughs> he trimmed it last year, and it's just like now it's finally getting back to that length where it's... It is. It's, it's, it's very you can do the flouncy again. You can do the flow. Yeah. And he puts yeah. home the goal. He's gotten playing time as the starter in both of the last two games. Played ninety both both yeah. games. It's nice seeing Pat out on the field. I know that he's a fan favorite for sure. And the one thing we always talk about when we talk about Pat McMahon is you know what you're getting. He's yeah. probably not amongst the more athletic or dynamic players that you can put on the field, but you know he's going to have a work rate beyond belief and that he's not going to make mistakes. Yeah. He's a player who might get beat, but he's not a player who's going to get beat because he was in the wrong spot or because right. he didn't think through what he was doing. It's comforting to me. And I, I wonder, when you're playing as a center back next to an uh, outside back, he just know will be in the right spot at the right time. How much does that do for you, Sean, playing with a player where you have complete confidence that even if he gets beat, it's going to be because they had to do the hard thing and take him? Well, I mean, that's what we try to do as defenders anyway. It's like... You know, you don't, it's a lot of people will like the look of a guy who like flies into a tackle and right. you know, and the tackle looks great. But it's like if that timing is a little bit off, now we're you know now we're getting punished, whether it's a foul or a free kick or a penalty. Mm. And it's like to be able to just like you know play the odds, and it's like all right, like you're gonna have to do something special to beat me. Yeah, and it's like 
like statistically, if someone's not going to do something special very often, so right. it's like forcing them to have to do that. Because more times than not, if you just you know you do your job the right way and not not make any mistakes for them to 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 take advantage of, then you're gonna we're gonna win the ball as a team and bring it back the other way. I love that. Yeah. And like yeah. Pat, I it helps you. Like I mean, I have a I've known Pat for seven eight years now yeah so like we going back to the rochester yeah days. we played in rochester together um and then before that we were part of the same uh agency okay um out of chicago okay. uh where it's like a group of it's called bridges bridges to the pros in chicago and it's a lot of like uh guys who are coming out of college who are looking for like their first professional contracts so like i was i was with him and we were like he went over and played in sweden for a bit and i did trips similar and so we, I've known him for a while now, and it. Uh, and he actually, we grew up 20 minutes from each other. Um, I mean, he were we're separating age. I didn't know him growing up, but I. Uh, it definitely helps having. He's that. older than you. Yeah, he is. I thought you were about to just say he's old. And he's I was old. Like, that is harsh. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> yeah, so I'm 27. I believe Pat's 31 or 32. Okay. So not the right age to play against each other in high school or no, even, yeah, even college. Yeah. Yeah. So. But uh, found your way to the same uh, professional spot twice now, which yeah. is uh, nice to nice to see. And, it's destiny. And everybody just loves McMahon, although we mostly fell in love with him for calling him McMahon, McMahon Bun, Bun, and so he needs to which grow Which he kind of embraced. He did. Yeah. He embraced, or at least he didn't mm -hmm. seem overly offended yeah. when we called him. <laughs> he's got the stash going on again, which I yeah. always like. Yeah. He's, just, he's what Andy refers to as swarthy. He is swarthy though, right? He's, like he's, he's got that pirate yeah, swarthiness yeah, to him. He does. He does, which my wife likes a lot. Yeah. He's swashbuckling. I mean, he's he's from a different era, I swear. He's a, he's a time traveler. <laughs> he's he was a delightful interview when we've had him on the podcast. Also, he's just you like it when the people that you like are doing well, and it's nice to see Pat get some real playing time, and not just to have it, but to you know be a yeah. big engine behind a yeah, two-game winning absolutely. streak. So uh, gets the man of the match. Way to go with the second goal. That's awesome. And then uh, play sort of, we controlled the ball and things were just sort of put, puttering along. Yeah. Uh, we weren't really making too many great attacks, but we weren't letting them have it at all. And uh, for 30 minutes between sort of the 30-minute mark in yeah. the first half and then the 20-minute mark or so in the second half. There was that weird stretch, too, where Brian gets hurt. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, what, what, I, I've not was seen that a noggin I've not or seen a nose? Replay. Or it was like, his jaw. Uh. I mean, I was right there. Because like it was a transition from mm. a corner kick, and that was one of those moments. Too, I'm like, I'm going. Like, <laughs> it's time to go. Yeah. So, do this. So this is my moment. <laughs> so me and him just take off, and he's ahead of me. And then that guy comes through, and like it gave him a good bow to the to the chin. Yeah. And I like I don't understand how it was not a red card because it's like it was it a seem. last defender transition moment. Like these are these are things where like clear head like elbow Obvious to the head shot. Like head even head if up. it wasn't his elbow, like. A forearm, like something to his yeah. head to break the transition. Like he didn't even make a play on the ball. No. Yeah, like, it felt very much throughout this game like this referee was determined to not have a red card. Yeah. yeah. It, it felt like there were moments a little bit on both sides. Well, even. I felt bad for him. Like he's yeah. a younger kid, and it's like, oh, it's already two zero. Like, what? Well, I'm not gonna get him. Like they're already right. They're and already that shouldn't. Beat. That shouldn't. But be I a think part that's, that's, yeah. But that's that's ridiculous. But I, mean, I think it's something that goes through some of these referees' heads. It also, it. The, so far this season, though, it feels like, as far as refing goes, it feels like we either get the refs that are, like, card happy, just, like, yeah. throwing cards out like somebody's got a gun to their head, or nothing. 
Yeah. It took a lot to get a card in this game, and the kid gets the yellow for the, uh, the elbow to Brian, and then takes a hard foul, or gives a hard foul in like the 83rd minute or something yeah. along those lines, and then juggles the ball away from the referee, and I thought, this is the moment. Like, surely, you know, you just committed a hard foul and didn't get a card. You yeah. should have gotten a red card earlier. Now you're being a dick to the ref. Mm-hmm. Surely he's going to... No? Nothing? Nothing? Yeah. Well, it's weird to go from the last game, you know, Martinez got a red card for whatever he said to this yeah. game. And, like, oh, we got, oh, we got elbowed in the jaw. Like, yeah. it's just, it's just you know, you got to have some... Got to be some consistency, yeah, right? Some like, come on. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Oh, thanks. Did you hear what he said? I mean, I heard what I heard, like, like. <laughs> Can you tell us, like, it's a, it's kind of a family thing, but like, at like, what did he say? <laughs> I mean, he, like, he, he told the ref it was, it was bullshit. That, like, he's like, this is bullshit. Like, sure. That's, that, that, the foul was called. So the ref's just like. Yellow card. All right, right. And then he, I mean, he, he called he, he called the ref a c word. Okay, that's kind of what we that's figured. That's the word like, that we. That's like the yeah. ultimate. That's become the ultimate cuss word, right? Yeah. Like to call somebody that's like, wait a minute, because that ref whipped around real quick after he said it. Yeah, it's like, what did you do? <laughs> it felt it felt it felt quick. Yeah, uh, so it had to have been something intense. Uh, they are the least favorite people in the league. Sure. The two brothers. Oh, undoubtedly. I would imagine. They're Look the least him. favorite amongst the fan bases, that's for yeah. darn sure. I can confirm the that Martinez one. brothers. Hey. It's not, like not the, pleasant people. It's like in Scarface. Yeah. He says, fuck the Diaz brothers, yeah. right? It's that it's way. It's fuck the Martinez brothers. I think, I think we would rather... So where does it go as far as GB and yeah. then the, Mart- the Martinez but brothers? GB, if he were still in the league and had had three more years of being horrible... Yeah. Then uh, I think he would be the pinnacle. Uh, because the Martinez's are here every year, we see yeah. them all the time, it's every time. Consistent. It's. Uh, I wish the referees had the same level of consistency. You, that's true. That's they should. True. They should. They should aspire to Martinez levels of consistency. Yeah, absolutely. That's funny. Like, I wonder if the refs come out and like. Martinez brother, son of a bitch. One of these. Come on. I wonder what their teammates think. Sure. Sure. They've got to get some sort of talking to, right? Like, like something. Like, again? Yeah. Like, seriously. Guys, come on. <laughs> uh, know, maybe they're great teammates. Who knows? Maybe. So we have They the, bake brownies. Yeah. They're great cooks, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> they're wonderful. Very charitable. Very they charitable. draw personalized cards for all the yeah. other team members. They're doing laundry. Hey, yeah, just helping out. You look great today. Yeah. It's like that. Just, let me, let me detail your car. they got to be sweethearts yeah. off the field, right? Uh, so we play twenty to 30, we play twenty to thirty minutes of pretty uh, pretty just solid soccer without much attack much without much having to do much defending. There's just a lot of really good possession possession based soccer during that time stretch. And then, as you say, uh, Brian comes off uh, with the with the bummer of an injury, and we all really hope that he comes back very soon. We know he's had some uh, some head injuries in the past, and you, you just you feel for a guy who. Is, is as talented as anybody is in this league, and he just has had such a hard time staying on the field for the last two seasons, and it's a bummer. I hope he's – I don't know anything, so I'm just saying I hope he's available for this weekend, and if he's not, that it's a quick recovery. 
and we won't ask for that because yeah. Charleston is undoubtedly scouting this podcast right now. Oh, 100%. Um, what if they are though? Like, what if they are? What if they have like a group of fifty dudes sitting in a room? Well, if they are, let's edit this part out. And that's awesome. That would be awesome. Like, so we're definitely going to play with a five-man backline right. in the next game. Um, and uh, then we give up the goal, and it felt sort of out of nowhere. Like everybody felt super comfortable, weird. and you got a two nothing lead. We were kind of coasting with the ball, and uh, it just felt like, oh man, we are dominating this guy. Oh shit, did they just score? I, yeah. I will say this: I blame myself. Oh, let's hear I this. absolutely do. I blame myself because I'm not. I'm willing to blame you too. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> I'm not superstitious. But I'm a little stitches. You're a little stitches. Okay, and before they scored, probably about 30 seconds before they scored, I made the comment, two goals to nothing, the most dangerous lead in soccer. Yeah, it is. And sure enough, they scored, and then I just stopped talking about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. So two plays in the span of about a minute and a half uh, where uh, they come down the right side of the field it's not even a full-on breakaway but it's they've gotten they've got a little bit of numbers forward in those moments uh, they get to the right byline and uh, make crosses across one of them goes in one of them uh, goes off the crossbar you and Pat are there in the middle of the field what are you seeing during these plays what are you thinking during these plays and uh, Basically, when you're dominating a game like that, is it just sort of like, wait a second, the ball? Like, what's what's going on in those moments? Uh, I mean, it's it starts like because we defend collectively, so there's some some moments where you know we get caught between whether we're up pressing or we're you know kind of stay back more. Mm-hmm. And when you get caught between that, where you have some guys who are stepping up and then some guys who are staying back, then you leave those gaps from the exploit. So like. I think we that was kind of we got caught in between. We had a couple of the guys stepping up the field, and then the back line was kind of staying where it was at. So then they're able to get into that pocket, switch to that that right midfielder, that right winger who's you know attacking Oscar one v one. It's like these are scenarios that we try to do our best to avoid. Sure. And like you'll see, you'll see like in other parts of the game, whether it was Abdu and Oscar or Antoine and Pat. Like they try to get back and help each other out, so it's never like a one v one right at the corner of the box, so they're able to cross it. Um, so I think you know we could have done better as far as is helping out Oscar there, so he's not having to deal with one v one to sure for him to cross it. Um, you know, and then the ball comes across, and it's like there were some runners through the box. So for me, I was like, I'm looking forward. There's a guy kind of like at the like in between the PK and the six, and then a guy behind me, and it's like. Kind of, kind of get caught between. Do I need to cut off the pass forward or yeah. pass uh, the yeah. cutback? Because like yeah. in the if you like the Charlotte game, there's a couple times they play that cutback pass, and like you know the one that Chris the made the great save the six. and the other one that I blocked, and it's like all right, right. well, what are they? Where are they going to play that? You know, so I, uh, you know, we kind of got caught in between, and then it, you know it's a really tough ball to deal with defensively. Sure. Um, and then the second one, it was just like. It was kind of a similar scenario, and the ball is coming across, and it was like I had my foot out, and then Chris said something. Chris said away, and I, I kind of got got con- like, you know, I'm getting Do ready I come clear. get this? Do or is I he get coming this? to grab yeah, it? Yeah, so yeah. like I kind of pulled my foot out, and then Chris kind of like didn't go all the way through it, and then I think the, the striker was surprised the ball actually came to him. It felt that way. So mm-hmm. he was surprised, and then all of a sudden it's on crossbar. It's like, all right, well, disaster avoided. Now <laughs> yeah. we're 
Yeah. And then it really felt like somebody had poked the bear because yeah. at that from yeah. that point of the game on, it was just absolute and utter destruction. Yeah. Well, I think uh, too, like trying to to manage, like right before they score, they made three subs. Yeah. So they kind of like changed. Everybody's up. still figuring out who you're marking. Is that yeah, guy I on mean, the right or is he in the center? Yeah. Who so is like that guy? you know, obviously like the guys come on. It's not as much as like who's my who's my marking because it's like you know it's generally like the guy in your space is like all right this is my sure. guy. Um, but they make the changes, they come out with this energy, mm. and it's like, all right, well, you know, we kind of, that was a bit of a lull for us, and it's like, mm. oh, um, I think we made some changes after that, and then all, and then we're, now we're, our energy's back, and, yeah. and then it obviously helps that, yeah. you know, now it scores a free kick. That's where I was that going was next. Yeah. Man, it was a banger. Ooh, good God. That was a lot of fun. Now, the shot was incredible. It was amazing to see. I love the long run up. I love the I love the shot. I love the location. I've been telling anybody who'll listen to me basically since two minutes after it happened. And anybody who'll sit still long enough to listen, I'll say that I loved the shot. Sure, my favorite part about it was Luke Spencer, who essentially moved a four man wall by himself out of the way for Niall's shot. Uh, Luke gets Luke lines up next to the four man wall. Yeah. And he's leaning on him, he's leaning on him, he's leaning on him. The referee comes over and says, hey, stop that. They're jostling, stop that, stop that. And Luke goes, eh, yeah, yeah, And then immediately he goes right back to doing it and then boxes him out like a power forward on the block. And the ball whizzes right by where Luke's neck was. It's, I, I love that you've got an amazing shot from Nile. No question, no doubts, no uh, awesome shot. But I love that even on a moment of individual brilliance like that, you also get to see that the team is doing something that's going to make a difference. And that happens throughout soccer games where, you, oh, yeah, you saw the goal. That was awesome. Yeah. But he only had room there because this right. guy made a diagonal run. He knew he wasn't getting yeah. the ball, but he made the run and drew right. the defender away. I love the stuff like that. And Luke will never in a million years get credit for, you know, yeah. basically throwing his body at four right. dudes. But from a fan standpoint, you know, that's the stuff – that makes you feel good when you punish a team. And yeah. so it was like, how dare you score on us? Mm. How dare you? And now you're gonna pay the price. How dare you hurt Ownby? How yeah, right? Like, like, yeah, and then you know, Luke's pushing three people out yeah. of the way. And it's yeah. like, yeah, this is what you get. And uh, so Niall's shot is brilliant, and he gets the great uh, he gets the great baby celebration, which was a lot of fun for the yeah. fan base, and I'm sure for his family. Coming right off of uh, missing the game for the wedding, that's exciting, all of it's awesome. Thrilled for Nile. Is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> every now and then. This is my favorite thing about you working for <laughs> Every now and then. So I usually, and I haven't yet, so I'll say I'm an employee yeah, of Louisville City Football ahead, Club. Man. Anything I say is my opinion only, not necessarily the 35 opinion. 35 minutes in. Not right? necessarily the opinion of the club, any of our affiliates, <laughs> or any of our partners. They're my opinions only. But... Uh, I, I occasionally forget what I'm allowed to talk about and what I'm not allowed to talk about. And so I don't I couldn't remember in that moment whether or not it was public knowledge that Niall had gotten uh, had gotten married over that weekend. And I so it is. I think it is too. Well, we had when we had Niall on, he said that he was getting like he told us when summer. he was getting married. Yeah. And uh, I think that there's, you know, social media posts and such so you'd be able to follow along and see that this happened. So I'm not that concerned about it. But last week I knew he wasn't playing and I didn't comment on it specifically because I couldn't remember if it was Also, that's not like a you private guys get to tragedy, have... right? Like I'm yeah. getting married. Like you can say like, "Hey, yeah. I'm getting married." It's no, not yeah, like yeah. a <laughs> But by that same token, you guys do get some semblance of a private life. Like we don't just get yeah, to yeah. know 
what's going on in their world just because we happen to be a fan of the team, you right. know? So, uh, I, I try to I yeah. try to walk a decent only line when my that. shirt's tucked in. <laughs> when his shirt's tucked in, he's ours. Yeah. When his shirt's untucked, he's Asia's. It's a very simple, yeah. simple, yeah. simple process. Simple. Or if you follow you on Instagram, <laughs> yeah. Is that you taking those photos? Is that you? Which they are artsy. <laughs> all of them. Are you kidding me, Asia? All yeah. of them. They're artsy as hell. Yeah, we did actually do a photo shoot recently. <laughs> I yeah. saw those on Facebook, and they were delightful. They are delightful. Yeah. They're great. They're yeah. sweet. Asia, do you go? <laughs> Do you, you do you go to the games? I'm assuming you. I do, yeah. All of them. All, the ones I can make. Right. Where do you sit? It depends. Uh, I move around. The last game okay. I sat with his family, uh, and we sat. Who in the we sun. love. Who we yeah. are huge fans of. Oh, they man. fed us in Chicago for the Open Cup game, which was incredible, and. Uh, Sean's mother is always uh, oh, amongst the nicest great. people to yeah. me during the yeah. tailgate, mm -hmm. and uh, when I indulge in my uh, bad habits, she always runs into me on my yeah. way over there, and she's always yeah. very kind. So uh, when she was rocking her new Momotosh jersey, she was. Really? Yeah. It's uh, it's a good look. It's yeah. a good look. Nice. I love it. Well, anytime you want to come stand with us in Scouse's house, you're welcome. <laughs> okay. Now, when you are in Scouse's house, though, do you know that? over on that side of the field, which is the side of the field with all the flags, uh, that on that side of the field, whenever your fella does anything spectacular or even just anything, oh yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the chant goes up that they all, call him, they all call him Hulk. And they chant Hulk at him on that side of the field, and that's thanks to Andy and I. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's where that comes <laughs> from. It does. It's from this podcast. Yeah. We so, my, so, to my knowledge, you're the only one, because whenever you walk up, yeah. we all start chanting Hulk real loud. But you're the only one that we have anything like that for. Like when Luke walks up, yeah. you're like, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Do your teammates ever get jealous <laughs> <laughs> that we have a legit chant for you? <laughs> I mean, they've never brought it up, but I think, it's, I, think it's, I think it's safe to assume. That means they do. They've never brought it up, that yeah. means they do. No, but I was, it's funny though, like, there was even, uh, like, you know, speak of some of those moments, like, there was one, my parents were like, yeah, we were sitting on the side of the stands, and then you went down to the corner by Scouse's house, because there's that corner you can't, like, kind of lose visibility, mm -hmm. and it's like, two of you went in there, he had the ball, and then you were, like, walking out with the ball, we couldn't see him. <laughs> what did you do to that yeah. man? Did you hurt is that man? Is that man impaled on the corner is flag? Is he okay? <laughs> And I'm so, I'm we don't sure. know exactly what happened, but I'm sure that there was a good Hulk chant going oh, up in yeah. the crowd for that. Oh one. yeah, um, uh, yeah. We sent flowers to his parents. Up but that's sweet of you. That's sweet of you. Frankly, I think that that should be your other thing. I think yeah. you should just be like the, the Kentucky gentleman. Yeah. And have, oh, he tucks his shirt in. That's very respectful of him. He always <laughs> yeah. sends flowers to his victims. He, uh, <laughs> like a hitman. He says, essentially, yeah. right? Like yeah. a, like a hitman. He like, sends yeah. thank you cards to the uh, to the opposing team's locker room. Like, yeah, thanks so much for the three points. Yeah. God, that would be amazing. <laughs> So we get if two more goals. A, 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 a UPS driver just pulls up and is like drops it on the front door of the training ground. Amazon Prime, so they have to sign for it. <laughs> and then it's just like, thank you for signature. sucking so bad at this. I need a signature. Here's your poster board. <laughs> it's a fat head of Sean Tosh thanking you. Um, we get two more goals in the game. Um, Magnus and Luke both get a chance to put some in. Both of them from nice build-up play. Yeah. Both of them are well. No, one of them Luke's is off of the kick, off yeah. the free kick. 
Uh, but Magnus is off a really nice play involving uh, George getting to the byline, cutting the ball back. It was some of the prettiest soccer in the second half in particular, some of, the, some of the prettiest soccer that we got to see all season. It was very reminiscent of how the team felt during the run last year at the end of the year. It felt like playoff quality soccer. And I think that it... Well, I think that's what everyone's like used to. You know, everyone's yeah. like used. That's like why so many people fall in love with the team is because of because of that feeling, mm. and like that feeling of the smoke going off, yeah. and like you know, great great night where you're just out there. Like you could you could tell how much the players on the field were enjoying. It. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. The energy in the whole stadium was great. It was a crowd of ninety two ninety two, which is a good crowd, but not like a record kind of crowd right, for us. Yeah. It was just a good crowd. But the energy level in the crowd, I thought, was high, and half of that was because the energy level on the field was high. It was just a fun game to be at, and I was really, really concerned about it. Not because I was worried we'd play poorly. That wasn't a part of it. I had to be there because it was a Sunday at 3 o'clock game. I had to be there very early in the morning to start setting up, and so I was cranky because we went to St. Joe's Festival over uh, the picnic, the church picnic, uh, the night before. So I was out very late and had to get up very early to set this up. And I was worried the whole time, if we don't win this game, I'm going to be like the crankiest human being that's ever existed because I'm a little hungover, I'm a lot tired, and I don't want to be here. And then the game started, and I was like, I'm so glad I'm here! So it was a great game to have that kind of feeling. Uh, Do you all feel that when you have to play those kind of weirdly Tom I mean, games like it, it seemed like I think it helped too like we train like typically we train in the morning but like leading up to that game we had uh, our practices were at this at three o'clock to mm. like kind of simulate that's smart like okay. the game yeah. day you know experience as far as like because obviously it's not a normal routine like as right. far as eating you know some workouts and stretching and stuff like that um, so it helped I think it helped to have you know some of that preparation leading up to it we got another 3 o'clock home game coming up for our next home game. It'll be a Saturday home game at 3, and I hope that uh, we carry over some of that practice to, to that game because it's strange to do it at 3, but it felt, man, 5-1, I'll take it. Uh, all right, so I think that covers what I needed to cover about the Charleston game. You got anything? I'm sorry, about the uh, Atlanta game. Do you have anything else, Andy? No, good job. Sean, do you have anything else? No. Asia, you got anything else? I don't. Then let's carry on then. And we'll talk about Charleston, which is coming up this weekend. Uh, when are you guys leaving for the trip? Yeah, I know that sometimes you guys leave two days ahead, some days it's a day ahead. And yeah, we leave, we leave Friday this week. Okay. Yeah, it's really like Friday morning. And this will be a flight or is this a bus ride? No, this is a flight. Yeah, we uh, some of the ones in the past we would do sleeper buses, uh-huh. um, which the guys, the guys liked. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the guys liked. But it's kind of a weird one that it feels... Uh, like it, it's nice because, like especially after the game, mm-hmm. like a lot of times, you know, if you're if you're busing after the game, you're like it's tough to sleep on those regular coach buses. Sure. They're, not, they're not designed for one person in two seats. They're designed for maximum people. Yeah. You know. Um, so if we take one of those buses, those are obviously uncomfortable. And if you're flying, a lot of times. Like the flights were like a red eye flight, so you're up at like five in the morning Ugh. after you play a game. Ugh. That it's like tough to sleep after games. Yeah, you know. I'm sure. So it's yeah, it's tough to sleep after the game, and then you're waking up at four thirty to get ready to leave at five six o'clock, 
and then jump on a plane, and then it's like it just really like can kind of ruin your your ne- next day. I'm sure. And, and yeah, it. technically that's your off day, but now you don't get to enjoy your day. Yeah, right? when you're like you're like sleep deprived, and it's it's hard to make that up even with napping, you know. Um, where the sleeper bus is like, all right, you fall asleep after the game, and then you wake up, and it's like you're at your apartment. You're like, oh, it's <laughs> done. Here, put all your right. shoes back on. We're here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's nice. You feel like a little kid on a road trip. Yeah, you know? exactly. And uh, but it, it feels a bit uh, amateurish. Yeah. Like the whole like sleeper bus feeling. Right. Where all, like everyone's together and it gets smelly. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I, 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 I tend to imagine that that's true, especially after a game, no matter how well you shout. Well, typically, too, like, you know, uh, you know, after a game, like a post-game meal, it's very typical to have, like, a Chipotle-style kind okay. of place, oh, man. which is so delightful. So you and you're just lighting so, it up. <laughs> so so, so you're, you're trapped in, you know, this little room. Confined space. Confined Who's the gassiest of all of you? Ooh. There's always that oh one. Oh my gosh! No, I know it's a weird question, but there's oh always one person in, in like in any group yeah. of any kind. There's always that one person that everybody's like. Not, Dude, I think on. it's like it's pretty equally distributed. I Especially too, like you're in your own like can, like cubby little thing, so right. like they're concealed and like you can't really tell, and then all of a sudden it just. <laughs> I got my money on Danny Cruz. Randomly, oh. I'm, I'm choosing to think that it might be Danny. Wow, I'm, I'm calling him out. I can see that. It is personal. <laughs> yeah. Danny and wow, I are what have this out. Idiot. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> He's just very gassy, I'm sure. Was there an incident where a fart, a fart was blamed on you and it was Danny? <laughs> we we played in a uh, we played in a rec league tournament together, and he, to be fair, he was uh, you know. Not remotely close to the best player in the entire tournament by a long shot. It was guys who looked like me and yeah. Danny Cruz, who played in the MLS like 19 months ago. It wasn't particularly fair. But uh, no, and he, he blamed a lot of stuff on me that day. So Danny and I are going to have it out one day. It's going to be a thing. Um, what if he listens to this? He 100% does not. Takes it, su- but this is this is the one that he listens to. Yeah. Takes it super personally and like corners you at the I, office. I, I, he, I mean, I think he did say something about collecting dirt. Uh-huh. Or, I, I believe know. that. I believe that. Uh, so once fired. you get, <laughs> that's how you get fired. That's it. I, I, Danny has a lot of power and is a very important person. I think that his voice would be taken with a grain of salt over on our side of the building. If he's right. uh, you got to fire that guy, I think they'd be like, yeah. well, right. tell us why, and then they would do it. All right. Yeah, his, his voice is almost as loud as his farts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad this has turned into a thing. <laughs> to be fair, we almost never work blue, so no, this is a true. fun change that's for true. us. Uh, so we're, once you get to Charleston, uh, fun town to be in for a game or uh, on these trips is it just so business that you don't even think about it or worry about it i mean it's it's like the main thing is always is always you know, the game getting good results um but like their stadium's not even in like downtown charleston like it's in a swamp outside the city oh good so and there's actually a gator that lives behind one of the goals <laughs> so that's cool you know, does he have a name? I, I don't know. I mean, I assume they have a name for sure. Him. I mean, why I wouldn't name their gator? No, you I should. Would, though. That would be you a should bold go like, hey, your alligator's new name is this. We've decided her name is Irma, and then she's just gonna have to live with that. <laughs> it's a boy, I don't care. It's Irma, <laughs> uh, but. Charleston, one of the sort of stalwarts of the USL, it's been one of those teams that's been in the league for a long yeah. time. They're they're a 
a predictably uh, good team. They're always just a pretty good team. They're very rarely spectacular, and they're very rarely terrible. They're just always pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and that's about where they fall on the table this year. Um, what are you expecting in terms of what Mike Anheuser's group's going to do in this game versus what are you thinking uh, uh, I can't even ask what we're going to do. So I'll just say, uh, what do you think is most likely the way that they're going to line up and attack us in this game? Uh, I don't know. You, you know typically, uh, the games are very... And it always seems like whenever I play there, the games are either like 0-0 or 4-4. You know, <laughs> right. like it's always like it's like very like reserved not nothing like uh, very defensive games okay um, until they're not and then <laughs> right. they just become end to end so that, it's like that's fun that's a fun kind of soccer game sometimes yeah. oh yeah it can, be, it can be fun like we had the one last year that mm-hmm. we you know came back and we were down 4-2 yeah or like, 4-2 came back came got back that one yeah. like late, late I think Rich maybe scored that last goal I think it was Richie back um, but yeah I mean they were just a team that it's like you know, they have a lot of guys who've been around for a while, and uh, you know they they have guys who are capable of hurting you. So it's just a matter of um, doing your best to to manage some of those pieces. Is there a name that you've already sort of focused on for this week as to what you're expecting to see, or is there as a, a guy that you know you're going to have to be dealing with all night, or is it uh, more of hey, I'm just going to be ready for this system, and we'll yeah. get we'll deal with it when it gets here. I don't know for. For me, late like you know, the people you know, I, I'm most concerned about is the guys immediately around me on the team. Sure. So it's like you know, building some of those relationships even more and making sure that like if we do our job right, then you know that it's going to take something special to, to beat it. You yeah. Know? So that's that's more of what we're and myself are focusing on for this week. Now you. Uh, had been sort of in the lineup, out of the lineup, super sub, and then the last two games, we go on a two-game winning streak, and surprise, surprise, Sean Toast is in the starting lineup for both of those games. Are you, uh, are we feeling like we're starting to zero in on what might be our prime 11? Like, have we, it's felt throughout the season like it's been, because of injuries, because of uh, the, the Gold Cup, because of, uh, new personnel because of a trade we've sort of been searching for that lineup that really locks it in for us uh do you feel like the team's starting to zero in on who our prime 11 might be or do you think that we're still ways away from it i mean so like one thing uh especially for this team and that the success it's had especially over the last you know my time here is that they're really hasn't been too long of stretches of a prime 11 okay so like even even last year it's like and i think you know there's the talk of oh well cam cam's gone and you know he had these goals last year and it's like well we didn't have him for some of the playoff games last year you know and we won and he went out before we scored five goals in new york and before we got the win against phoenix and i'm not there's not no discredit to him or player you know it's just the fact that um the Thing that has I think really been a turning point for the team is the fact that it's you're not looking at it as all right here's a, here's our our starter here's our non-starter right and that it's more like the collective group and it's it's really t- tough to manage as far as a, a professional player that you're like all right I have to wish the best for I have to wish the best as a center back 
um, I have to wish the best for Paco, Alexi, or Taylor, or whoever's yeah. in there. Like, I want them to succeed. And them not doing well ahead of me doesn't help me. It's not a good thing. It's not, right. a, it's not a good thing. Right. So, um, I, I think it's more the fact that it's like, all right, it doesn't matter who's in there to get over that stuff. It doesn't matter what they've done in the past. It's a matter of right now we need to work together, and that's that's what makes us great. Because especially at like at this at this level, like we don't have a we don't have a Cristiano, we don't have a Zlatan, sure. we don't have right. a, a there's no game you know, breaker. Yeah. yeah, you know, there's not a player you're like, all right, the club spent you know hundred million on this guy, he has to play every game. You've got a lot of very good players, but a lot of also sort yeah. of interchangeably, yeah. interchangeably very good players. Yeah. Well, even like the nature of a lot of the guys who have been a part of the success here have been guys who the reason, you know, all mesh together is because they never were that guy. Sure. You know? right. So it's like guys who've, you know, kind of been outcasted from other places. Yeah. And it's like, all right, these are really good players who you, you put them together, and now we shine collectively. And it's, it's way less about any of the individuals. All right, so we feel confident now that Sean is going to be very diplomatic about this concept. And so uh, let's let's then turn our attention very briefly. Asia, you're convinced Sean should be starting every game, right? Definitely. Uh, that's what I think. <laughs> what if she said no? What she if she's like, like hey, he can I work on. I don't know. Alexi's pretty great. Uh, um, you have started the last two games. You guys have played very well. And so if he's not willing to, I'm going to go ahead and say the expectation would be that the two main changes that have been made before we've gone on a nice little brief run of form here we're bringing Pat and Sean in. I expect yep. both Pat and Sean to be in the starting 11 when we get to Charleston this next week. Because Just because you don't want to mess with something that's going well and that oh, yeah. half of the defense is going well. Uh, with that being said, Paco comes back from his suspension. Andy, do you think we see a return of Taylor Pat? We see a second straight start for Alexi. Or do you think that it is the 2017 pairing that won it all for us, and it's Sean and Paco back there uh, in the back line for this upcoming game? Paco. You think it'll be Paco back in the lineup playing with Sean? Yeah, I do. I, I have a hard time imagining. A, it's hard <coughs> well, time. The 2017 was three in the back. So it, was it was Tarek also, time, but I don't yeah. think he's going to come play. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, crazy enough, I don't know. If Tarek just abandons Tampa I mean, in Bay. all fairness, has anybody asked? Like, he might want to. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But, uh... I don't, I don't, stuff changes so fast. It know, does. I don't know it does. Out. And frankly, we've already made some trades with Tampa this year. You just never know who might yep. be coming back. Um, ultimately, I, I agree with you. I think Paco gets his spot back. I think it's Paco and Sean in the middle with Taylor. I mean, I'm sorry, with Oscar and Pat on the outsides. Uh, I really liked what we saw with Niall playing centrally in this game. I'm intentionally yeah. not looking over the other side of the table while I do this part of it. I really it. liked what uh, we saw from Niall playing centrally poker with face. speed. Uh, it was <laughs> he actually has a terrible poker face. I do. See to the the comment like anybody who doesn't know him, he has a great poker face. Yeah. I've known him for almost two decades. Yeah, it's true. He absolutely has a I have terrible a lot of tells. I'm really a, bad at he it. He really, really does. But continue. <laughs> I, I really like seeing uh, Speedy play with uh, Niall in the back. I, I thought that it was a nice combination. 
and I really like seeing Niall play centrally. I, I, while I think that he's an important part of the team, I think his motor's great, his skill's great, his decision-making is great. I'm not positive he has the straight line speed that you expect out on the uh, wings at this point. I really like he's, seeing him. He's slow. Let's, he's slow. All right, well, let's rephrase this and say right. that Niall's I mean, not very like, fast. But he's a workhorse, right? Like, he he'll is. play any position you put yeah, him yeah. in, and he'll play, like, his heart out, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and one, of my, one of our favorite things about Niall is that when they're – Anything to do with the ref, Niall is the first one there. Oh, and it's it. so, you can tell that he like legit enjoys doing yeah, yeah. it. The Irish bar fight. Did you, know, you guys you know? give him crap yeah. about the uh, about the arm wave flop this week? The uh, uh, it was in our video. Uh, I'm still waiting for the I you know, the video the edit where it's flying up into space. Da, 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 da. I love that. That'd flying be great. People who are good at computers get on this. The fact Have that you seen the, the Street yet. Fighter gif of him? No. On Reddit, the USL Pro That's like funny. somebody yeah. like, took the thing and they did like the the Street Fighter like fight. getting hit and battle and it hit him and like yeah. somebody like yeah it's hilarious. <laughs> See, it was it was a great moment, but it illustrates your point that he he just wants to be up with the referees. He wants yeah. to have his say. Uh, is he number one on the team for that? Is there somebody else who uh, likes to? Paolo get seems to be pretty uh, yeah. into it too. Yeah, those yeah. two. Uh, and then and also I think that you've got to earn a little bit of that over your time in the USL too. I mean, both of those guys have been playing in the league for a while now, and uh, referees, they'll just go straight to the card if you're not somebody who they at least know a little bit yeah. and uh, respect their opinion yeah. this much as opposed to nothing. As yeah. long as you don't call them the C word, right? As long as yeah. you avoid the C word. Um, helpful, helpful reminder. Right. For all those other players <laughs> listening. <laughs> the last thing that Hack tells people well, before no they all word. No C word. <laughs> don't do it. Magnus played well. Yep. Um, he gets the goal, and I like him as sort of the point of the as the point of the triangle in the center of the field. I think that he makes good decisions, and also I think he draws defensive attention, uh, which opens up some of the some of the wide spots. He had some fancy footwork. He uh, did. He had a lot of fun little touches. Yeah, he uh, did. Um, that's I, I've gotten I, while not Sean, I've gotten to watch enough of uh, Magnus in the past to know that his handle is kind of ridiculous, and it's fun when he decides he's going to put on a show. When he's going to put on a show, it's it's entertaining. Um, the question then for the lineup for this week against Charleston sort of becomes the health of Brian Ownby. Uh, and then the decision that you got to make about Luke Spencer, who in the last two games, and ultimately for the season, has looked really great as the sub. Like, truly great. From the 65th minute to the 90th minute, he's just... It looks like he's got high energy. He looks faster in that time period. He looks more dynamic. He looks like defenses don't want to fucking deal with him. Uh, I love seeing him come on as a substitute. If Brian Ownby is not good to go to play the nine or out wide in this game, you would expect that they would probably start Luke in his place. So the question becomes, how's Brian doing? And so we'll first give the opportunity. Are you allowed to comment on how Brian's doing? If you're not, then that's completely fine. Yeah, probably not. Okay, so we don't know how Brian's doing. What we do know is that it creates a lot of questions and options if you're not going to start Brian. Yeah. Because Abdu played out wide in this game. You can move him back to central and you can put George Davis the fourth. Yeah. You can move Magnus out there and put Nile up and put Napo in central midfield. you got about 73 different options if you have to replace Brian Ovi in the lineup. 
and uh, all of them are good options. None of them are as good options. Just I think that, that we had a very optimal looking lineup, especially when you get to put bring Luke on as that as that uh, as that enforcer in the second half to just beat up on a back line. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't have a I don't have anywhere to go from this. I'm just saying I, mean, I don't have an answer. You know I, I do like playing in the back, but I, I'll, I'll play up top. You're willing to go nine? I'm willing to He's go. He's willing to play the nine. So I I did in high school. Uh huh. Yeah. two years. I, I, I came back. How many I did was, you get your senior year? How many How many goals did you knock knock on so your my, senior year? So my two two years in public high school in Illinois, I had a Swigo. Yeah, Swigo. Nailed it. Um, I had over 40 goals. Well, okay. In two years. That's not bad. And I, think, I had two and goals in my indoor game last week. And I, think, I have zero goals <laughs> just for... And I think like 20 assists. So like... Sure. I mean... We'll throw you it's, up there. It's a bit, you know, dated on the resume. Yeah. But dust it off and, you know, present it to... How to often do you offer that to Hack and to, to Danny? Like, hey, listen, if we don't have anybody to run nine, I'll do it. I mean, there were stretches in preseason where I was... I was thrown up there. Sure. You know, so no. we'll see, and that's the thing is, it's easy to forget this, but the bottom line is every professional in the United States, everybody who's a professional, was the best player at their club, the best player at their high school, probably the best player in their college if they went to college. And not at a, not a Swigo High School though. You were not the best player in Swigo. You know these guys weren't. No, you, know, you what were. What I'm saying is, you know, <laughs> this gives me. <laughs> Great president to, and, but what I'm saying is that with that, with that, everybody who th- every player thinks that or yeah. knows that they were the best player for eight at least 18 years of their lives. They were yeah. the best player everywhere they went, mm-hmm. which means that I'm sure, and we've seen it. Paco thrown up as the nine when they need a target forward, yeah. and uh, you see it that when you or Taylor making a run into the box thinking I can beat these guys, I can go here. Absolutely. I, I'm certain that every defensive player in the country in the USL thinks they're the best striker. I'd probably right. be a, I'd probably right. be able to put home 20 if you gave me a full year up there. Yeah, if you this is the, probably a direct quote. If I had the chances that they had, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'd, I'd have had I'd have had yeah. a brace tonight. I'm just yeah. saying I would have had a brace tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you would have done everything as well leading up to that, you know. So some of the fun players for me to watch when we watch Charleston play are uh, Guerra when he gets out there is always dynamic and interesting to watch. He hasn't played much for Charleston this year. He's played like four games, something along those lines. I don't know what his deal is right now. I haven't watched enough Charleston this year to know. Right now? Uh, I believe they are 9 or 10 or 11. They're in the 9 to 11 range yeah. right now. That's uh, right. But that but that range is all very close to each other. It's yeah, St. It's like Louis, points of all of everybody, and some of them have games in hand. It's basically like St. Louis and Ottawa and some other team that I should be able to remember, and Charleston are all right in that general right there. Uh, basically, if Charleston's, they've got a lot still to play for. Is my point that if uh, they they can make the playoffs with a good finish to their season, or they could finish twelfth. If they don't have a good finish, they're right. Yeah. Um, Garrett always worries me when he's on the field. He's dynamic. He's fun to watch. Uh, Zico Lewis has the same thing going on. He's their leading goal scorer this year. Yeah. Also their leading chances creator this year. Also tied for the lead in assists this year. Yep. He's kind of their offense right now this year as far as statistics go. Um, he's a he's a he's fast. 
He's athletic. He's interesting to watch play. I don't ever think that he's super creative on the ball, but I do think that he's a good straight line player. If you let him get ahead of steam, I get worried about him. I think his sheer athleticism makes up. It does. It does. And there, it's a Charleston is what we've always thought of them. They're they're dangerous if we play poorly, but uh, they're beatable if we play well, and that's that's the bottom line. Now I haven't mentioned this to you yet, even. I'm going to Charleston this weekend to watch the game. I'm very excited about it. Uh, I think that I'm going to bring us home three points because every USL every USL road game. Every USL home game that I've ever been to, every road game I've gone to, as a fan, we have won. And I am not. What are you gonna wear? I'm going back to my old kit, baby. I'm going back to my fan kit. Really? Are Are you gonna be tucked in? Of course I'll be tucked in. Of course I'll be tucked in. That's all that matters. Uh, I uh, I don't because I work for the club now. I'm required to wear our team polos during the games, and so I always wear the team polos. And I have honestly felt like some of the games we've lost this year have, have been have because your, I yeah. didn't have on my kit. We have never lost a home game when I was wearing it. Well, it's never happened. I see a, I see a way around this. They say the polo. You yeah. Get yourself some nice team shorts and some socks. Mm-hmm. Maybe even some cleats. Mm-hmm. There's I'm a, gonna talk to Scott Ritter and Ben Holzman and see if they can sneak me out the rest of a kit. There's there's a way around this. The problem is that my uh, my away kit. My Sean kit. Toach, the problem solver. There it is. The fixer. Yeah. That's why we start calling you now. The, the fixer. fixer. <laughs> my. But the problem I run into with that is that my kit is a uh, old kit. It is the it is the hoops. I wear yeah. the white and gold hoops, and uh, that is pretty obviously not our jersey this year. But uh, I'm going to the game. I'm really looking forward to watching you guys play. Uh, Andy, have you got a score line that you're anticipating? Oh. oh. He hates making predictions in front of the players, just as a heads up. I really do. I really, really do. Um I'm not listening. <laughs> Charles. Uh, 3-1. 3-1. I like it. Good guys. All right. 3-1 okay. good guys. I like that scoreline. I think that's that's not far from what I would have predicted. Okay. Um, who do you have for goal scorers for us in this game? You okay, can so give me two or three. I'll give you two. Yeah, I'll give you two or three. That's fair. Two out of three goal scorers for the game. I think we see something in just straight run of play from Hopano. You think Hopano gets us one? I've been like really that. impressed with him. I think he's done great. I think he keeps up with Ombi, which is saying something. I love um, the partnership with Pat. I yeah. love the way they're playing off of one another, and the entire right side of the field Absolutely. has felt really confident and comfortable in these last couple of games. And it says something to me when you have somebody of the caliber and talent that Oscar has, yeah. and you're able to say, you know what, we're going to go right instead instead of forcing the ball left uh, and uh, the way they play off of one another I think is a big yeah. part of why we've been able to do that yeah. Um, yeah, the right side just felt really like locked in it has it's felt tucked in <laughs> you know if you want to <laughs> this is another time I wish we were doing a vlog because the look that Sean just gave how impressed he was with himself like look how clever I am we are tucked in we're locked in um, I love it 
and like like we said, so I hope mean, no, you like it no, play. Um, and I agree, especially if Ownby doesn't play, you're going to get extra minutes out yeah, of. You're going to be guaranteed yeah. 90 out of him. Um, if, if I'm, I'm play. going with tried and true, my go-to, Oscar, Oscar Tapaco. Tapaco. And here's the thing: you, you, so you brought up the Nashville game earlier, just just yeah. so we're all clear. I flipped the coin at the Nashville game. He okay. did. He was the coin I toss did. guy. Okay. I did the coin toss. We got an Oscar Paco. Yeah. And we have Evan and I and somebody else. Danny Cruz. Every Danny Oscar Cruz. Paco set piece, right? Yeah. We donate money to the high school that Oscar went to. Okay. In California to help pay for lunch for yeah. those kids. And so it's a kind of has yeah. a special place in our heart for so we always hope for the Oscar Paco. Yeah. The national game, we got the Oscar Paco. So if I'm going up for header mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm like And you and feel Paco's, Paco right Paco's there. behind me, I'm gonna be like, Alright, Papa, you got this. If you do just that, push like I'm five right dudes out of the way, yeah. which we know you can. Just yeah. like get out of the way. I'm making a yeah. bold proclamation right now. Well, if there is an Oscar de Paco goal in this game that involves a Sean Tosh dummy I'll go five hundred dollars for the for to the chair. Five hundred bucks. If there is a Paco goal, five hundred bucks for I'll me. Five hundred bucks for myself. If there is a goal in this game that is an Oscar to Paco, because Sean Tosh left it. Wow, this is no man. pressure. Though. <laughs> he's gonna give up. He's gonna, he's gonna so, give up three goals in this game because he doesn't yeah. take them. He's gonna know what's gonna happen. He's gonna get. He's gonna get a red card for picking somebody from Charleston yeah. up by the ankles. <laughs> And swinging. Yeah. I'm just saying, these, you know, these kids who are trying to eat their lunch. And they're exactly. Not, you know, if I don't do this, exactly. We're just trying to feed the kids. Yeah. That's it. Let me just. And if also, I don't help out, then I'm. Let me kid. also just state for the record right now that if you intentionally avoid scoring a goal on the off chance that Paco might, I'll be furious. I'll yeah, write the that. check. Don't actually do but, it. Uh, but like, go score your happen. goals, Sean. Go score your goals. But we had to. So as far as it dummies, because so if you leave Pat, it at all. Pat's Pat's goal, yeah, was very generously donated the assist to Alexi. Yes, who s- pulled out the home run bat. Yes, took him for the big fe- hit, swung for the fences, and completely missed. He got this much of it. He fouled it off. A foul tip. Oh. I don't think he touched it. You don't think he got it? I was at right. All? I was right behind Ooh. him, and I was yelling, "Leave it!" <laughs> and he swung as hard as he could. And I'm pretty sure he missed it. Oof. I don't know if he got it or not. I knew that uh, it looked he it looked like he might have gotten it. I don't have a I haven't gone back and watched that one close enough to have a determination. This is gonna be the one that Alexi listens to. And he's going, what the <laughs> okay. hey, Alexi, if you're listening, yeah. we know you didn't touch we it. We know you didn't get a piece of that. No, the Frenchman. Uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed the last game. I expect to thoroughly enjoy this game. I'm going to Charleston. It's my first time ever going to the city, let alone the stadium of Charleston. We're gonna hit the beach on Saturday. My wife and I taking the day off work on Friday. Is Katie going with you? She is. We're going. Nice. Down, we're going down Friday. Gonna hit the beach right. on Saturday morning, and then uh, the historic downtown Charleston. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, is it? It is. I've been there. Okay. It's beautiful. And then uh, head out to the game Saturday night, and uh, hopefully get to celebrate a win. And if not, hopefully get to commiserate over a tie or a loss. Um, that covers all of everything I've got to say about Charleston. You got anything else, Andy? No. Sean? No, it's all it's all Asia. Nope. Alright, all right. well then we're moving on. We're gonna do some purple stuff. Anybody got any purple stuff in their glass still? Yeah. Cheers. Purple stuff. 
for the record, whenever we do this, is alcohol. Drinking. Okay. So uh, our alcohol is purple stuff, and uh, I'm not gonna lie. The reason I wanted to come back and do this is because the uh, the old fashioned that that they prepare here is phenomenal. That's just a really good drink. They know what they're doing. They do. They don't mess around. And so we're now we've now reached uh-huh. third old fashioned stage. This is which, actually my fourth. And fourth for oh, Andy, wow. which for our listeners, our listeners know that uh, the further into the purple stuff we get, the a more entertaining and b less informational our inf- our uh, podcast gets. Red better, the yeah. better it gets, the yeah. better it gets. Yeah. Let's, let's be uh, for purple stuff, which is also what we titled the news and notes segment of our podcast. First off, big congratulations to Chris Hubbard who won uh, the save of the week from two weeks ago, which happened after we uh, recorded last week. Here's my question. Yeah. Hulk. Yeah. Sean. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Tosh. Level with me. Okay. The fixer. We love Hugger. We love him. Yeah. Okay? We feel like he is like, stepped up in a big way. He's been amazing. Why do they call him Diesel? We gotta know. We have to know. Oh. Hack wouldn't tell us. Really? He I wouldn't mean, tell us. I'll, I'll tell you. Excellent. <laughs> I, will, I will absolutely tell you. <laughs> so we're in we're in preseason, and we sang around an IMG as we do every year for two weeks, and so we rent fifteen passenger vans while we're down there, and uh, just like you know drive around if we have to like go to the grocery store or whatever we have you know vans to take the guys around and then even like go to training in the morning sure mm-hmm. um, gotta have a ride yeah yeah so uh you know chris diesel um <laughs> is, i kind of see where this is going now he uh you know says well-educated person you know? a notre dame grad yeah you know yeah. Went, went to trinity which I've heard is garbage. No, I'm kidding. You're funny. Uh, you know, Notre Dame grad. Right. You know, you, you think, you know, this is someone, you know. Who would know what's going on. Yeah, was well, you know, well-educated person. And so we're going to, uh, you know, we went on, a, like, we had a free day or whatever. And got to drive around and go see some stuff. And said, all right, cool, you know, like, you take the vans. We just got to, like, fill them up after. So he takes takes the car to fill it up, and he's like, not sure of uh, like what to fill the car up with. So he goes into the, the passenger seat to pull out the manual of the car. Because <laughs> that's that's what you do apparently. There's an instruction booklet right there. So, like, well, yeah. So <laughs> you know, being the well-educated man, you know, reads the instruction book. Yeah. And in the rental car. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I still don't know 100% sure if this if this instruction manual was for like a because it's one of those big Ford you know 50 sure right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so maybe so maybe it was like a diesel version that they had the manual out of or whatever so he's going through the manual and it's like oh I guess it's diesel here it's diesel sure but I, I, or maybe you know the fact that they probably have the manual for the same for both cars <laughs> and they're like you know they have a diesel. I don't think anybody's actually in there looking for what kind of yeah, it takes. And I mean, I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, without going to look at my car right now, but like, it'll tell you on the, the handle. You of, would think so. Yeah. yeah, it does. So he fills the car up with diesel. Oh no! And uh, he gets back, gets back to the 
villas that we're staying at and it like dies on it it's like yeah i don't i don't know what's going on i don't know what's going on like it, you know like, i don't know the batteries are very something. strange i don't know it's just not it's not going he's like calling delala who's our ops guy and it's like we what? love andrew delala on the show he's andrew like, what's up he's like why why is this thing not starting and uh, oh my god so, i can envision uh, the face that andrew gave him in that moment yeah so i you know what do you what'd you do like just fill it with gas he's like well, what kind of gas did you put in there? It's like diesel. I, I looked at the instruction manual. It said diesel. <laughs> and oh, no. it just instant facepalm. Oh no. So here's no 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 no. So here's where this is a problem because we were under the impression it was for some it was for something cool, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like for something awesome yeah. or like something like. PG thirteen to R, right? Yeah, like he had done something serious. super impressive had, in the right, 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 right. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how Hack made or it he, sound. Or he like racing cars or something. Right, right, right. Like that's how Hack made it sound. Yeah. And so I'm looking back on every game that, that he's come down, and, and we're just screaming Diesel at him, and it's all making sense now because yeah. every time we did it, we were like, "All right, Diesel, let's go," yeah. and he would kind of put his head down and smile. <laughs> <laughs> and so now That's it's occurring great. to me that instead of like calling him a nickname for something awesome, we call him a nickname for something Where embarrassing. Where he would be a moron. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. I love that. So uh, That's yeah. information that people need to know, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, good. so he filled it up with diesel. That's oh, why. No. He made it a 2,000 pound paperweight. Yeah. So then we had to, you know, go get a different car. <laughs> we need to figure out a way to... Okay. We should give him at the end of the season. We should give him a uh, a gallon of diesel fuel, just like as a delightful treat. Uh, has he been? Has he? Had, did he two weeks ago handle the uh, bagel responsibilities appropriately? He After did. the shutout, he handled it with a plum. He did. Good. Where, where did he get them from? Nina. Uh, Brugers. Solid. Yeah. Solid. Not I, a local I'm, spot, but still good bagels. I'm a fan of Brugers. Sure. But we have. Someone else brought in bagels. There was, a, there was a fan who bought bagels for us as well. Smart. So we had bagels that were brought in for us, and then Chris also bought bagels. Uh, Chris had to have felt like, come on, man, that's my job. Well, I think he was someone told him that, like, Delala told him that they were bringing in bagels, so he's like, but then he still sure had to go buy them. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not going to... Admittedly, I kind of knew that because they brought the leftover bagels to the front office. And I was yeah. like, hey, leftover bagels on a Monday after we got a shutout. I wonder why we got these. Do you feel like you need the carbs, bud? I don't. Dude, but that's they just taste, harsh. They just. Holy shit. I they taste you. so great, though. <laughs> after it, when you know, you're like. You earned them. You earned these. I didn't earn them, and I still eat the bagels. Yeah. So. Well, he should like, yeah, they should be having Sean bagels. deserved They should absolutely bagels. be having bagels. Yeah. I've deserved yeah. nothing. I was just adding carbs and schmear. I think you're very handsome. For the yeah, record, I think you're handsome. You're a delight. Do the same. Uh, all right. So uh, other news and notes besides Chris's, Diesel's, delightful uh, save of or the D's. week. D's. D's. All right. D's. Uh, very D's. How many? Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so, Diesel gets the save of the week, and this this week, uh, Nile is up for goal of the week. Go out and uh, vote for him if you can. That'd be fun for us to have a couple of things we win in a week in a row. And also, he made the team of the week. 
So congratulations, Niall, for yep. a well-deserved recognition. This reminds me, though, of like last year at the end of the season when we all felt basically like everybody kind of deserves this. Like uh, last year, Paco and Cam were the only two players from our squad who were named to the to the USL Team of the Year, and it felt like you could have named seven to nine players to that team and nobody would have felt uncomfortable with it. It would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. Those guys are great. Uh, and it's felt, it feels that way after this game, where Atlanta, we destroyed them in such a comprehensive fashion that it would have made sense for many of the players on the field who have been named Team of the Week and for only one of them to... I mean, I get it. The the free kick is sexy and it's fun to talk about and it's an easy thing to point at. And he played a very handsome game the rest of the way, so I got no issues. But uh, I'm not positive. I mean, he wasn't voted man of the match, and I have a hunch that uh, the people, the person who was deserved it, as well as uh, several of the other people, who put in a yeoman shift. So good for Nile, but it feels insufficient to the right. quality yeah, of yeah. domination. Yeah. If there was something that came of it, then maybe some of the guys were salty. But like, if it's just like recognition for one week, it's like, all right, well, you know, someone who who has one good week all all year could get that. And yeah. Then it's like, and that right, is definitely happened. And you, you know, you don't necessarily feel cheated because they they pick it, and there's no there's no benefit that necessarily comes from it. It's not like you know, there's a bonus. No, but there's always that feeling, like, especially from a fan's perspective, yeah. there's always that feeling that's like, no, but that's cool, but you all don't understand how big of a deal we are. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We should be all of these things. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. we deserve You know what I mean? All. Yeah. We were the team of the week. Yeah. Like, uh, how about yeah. just, you just name it, Lou City was the team of the week. Uh, other bits of purple stuff. Um, we... Sold out a second section of season tickets for oh, next yeah. year. Okay. So 107, section 107 is straight out. If you wanted to buy season tickets in 107, too bad. How many times have you been to the new stadium? Twice. Okay. Yeah, so I, I did, we did a couple of us as a team. Uh, there was a couple of us that did a tour. Um, and then um, for Father's Day, my dad came came down and visited. And That's awesome. I got him a, a Papa Toast jersey, and we love did, it. We did a tour of the stadium. It's awesome. How long ago was that? Father's Day. Okay. Okay. You got it. Father's Day has a date, bro. <laughs> Do I look like a man who knows what that date? My dad lives out of town too. I don't really, I don't get That's to see my father very often. Um, it's amazing to me. I went on a tour today with a couple of uh, people, and. Um, <laughs> Who? I'm not sure I'm allowed to say. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, we went on a tour today, and we the front office takes either sponsor, potential sponsors or influential folks in the community, politicians and some folks. Yeah. We take them on tours roughly every week, and uh, I have the opportunity to participate in many of those. And I try not to go that often. Because if I go every week, it's cool, but it loses a little of the wow, look what happened factor. And I hadn't gone in about four weeks before I went today, and it is unbelievable how much progress they've made and what all they're putting in. Like the, the club is coming together. Uh, they have most of the actual safe standing 
ready to go. Like you could theoretically walk up. They won't let us, but you know they could. You could theoretically you can walk up stand there. there. Exactly. <laughs> Do you like standing? Yeah. Do you like safety? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got the spot for you. Yeah. Here's your moment. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I hadn't been there since they had put in the stanchions for the uh, giant video board and the bar underneath the giant video board. It's just getting so much cooler every day. And if you give it two, three weeks in between being there, it's remarkable. Sean, you gotta, you gotta tell Howie that you guys need to get back over there in the next week or two because it is, it's freaking, it's just so cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so another section sold out. We are, we're not. In, at risk of selling out everything that people could buy, we're not there yet. But don't don't take it for granted right no. now, especially if you're somebody who's planning on buying seats and not standing room only uh, areas. Your spots might not be available if you wait any longer. So get online, call five hundred two Lou City, get your seats because they're going very quickly. Uh, I'm yep. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that. We got <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. This is, the, this is the exact this is the stuff where I've never remembered whether or not it's stuff that Howie is supposed to announce to people or if I'm just allowed to randomly talk about it because I'll sit in the meeting and it'll be like this is happening and then they go Evan don't talk about that and do they like, really? yes because they know I do this I mean there's not I, the, the what, front man. office is aware that I participate in this podcast yeah. I'm so, going to do you a favor. Yeah. I'm going to start coming to your meetings. I appreciate that. It's very generous yeah, of you. I'll take notes. Yeah. It's the least I can do, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like a volunteer person. They don't have to pay me. Yeah. Buy me some lunch. I'll do. Uh, we don't usually have lunch at these. These are like 9 a.m. Maybe start, maybe start buying me lunch. I'll buy you lunch. All right. But no, the tickets are going fast. Go ahead and get your tickets, please, because they're great. Uh, in terms of Scouse's Ask News, you got anything over there, Andy? Nope. Actually, so here's, here's the thing. I asked put out on our like our leadership group chat mm-hmm. any news for the podcast the response I got back was from Kenny Allward our young, genius vibrant masculine masculine virile virile Kenny Allward Dorothy Mantooth is a saint that is the exact response I got so that's a quote uh, Scouse's from, house that's specific a quote from Anchorman yeah, so Seattle's house specific news, Dorothy Mantooth is a, is a saint. saint. All right, good to know. Uh, I have no reason to believe elsewhere. <laughs> so what's funny is that I've actually seen, like you all have seen Anchorman, right? Like yes. you all are significantly younger than Evan and I because we're old as hell. But, we are. Right, but you've seen Anchorman, right? Yes. Right. So the whole Dorothy Mantooth is yeah, a saint yeah. thing, like Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, yeah. I saw a t-shirt, and you know the uh, the... The illustration of Mary Mag of, yeah. of Mary, where she's like, you know what I'm talking about? No one saw that. You're on a podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you all know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about, right? <laughs> well, we don't care about that. We're talking about that. They'll be fine. Because yeah. um, they know what I'm talking about, too. Yeah, like, yeah. they all probably listened to this and did the same thing, right? Yeah, like, with their hands. He's doing yeah. it again for no purpose. They did the same thing. <laughs> Everybody listening to this right now is doing right, this. I'm asking. It says, St. Dorothy Mantu. Aww. And it's one of the greatest t-shirts I've ever seen. Did you buy it? No, because I'm... You're dumb. Sean, <sighs> right. you know, you're one of our favorites. <laughs> you're one of my personal favorites. We have you on our show, and you just, like, you hurl, like, not insults, but, like, you, you stab. It's a truth bomb. <laughs> you stab. Frankly, he hit you with the truth bomb on that one. 
if you thought it was the best t-shirt you've ever seen and you didn't buy it. It makes sense to me. It made sense to everyone. But I brought it up to you. enough people as like a <laughs> and like everyone a says casting that. it out. Yeah. Hoping that somebody will buy you will that t-shirt. Get it for you, right? Let's see who the biggest fan of the In the House podcast is. Let's see if there's anyone out there who decides to purchase Jared. you a t-shirt. It's it'll be it'll absolutely be Jared. All right. Um, other bits of news and notes, please. I'm not going to go through the whole spiel again. We've done it the last two times, but it's the truth. Go out and buy. Uh, contact Scouse's house about uh, going out on the uh, away trips. They've got tickets for St. Louis. They've got tickets for Memphis. They've got plans for Nashville. They've got plans. Like, if you want to go on an away trip, they're a blast. Go on them. Please contact Scouse's house. The Coopers are involved. Get in touch with the Coopers. They'll put you in touch. It's a cool trip. Make it. Next, if you haven't joined one of the supporters groups, join one. Join. It's very, you get a lot of stuff out of it. You get cool swag. You get access to cool things. Go do it. Plus, you can say, like, whenever anybody asks you about Loose City, you can say, well, I'm actually a member of the I'm a member of Scouse's house. I'm a member of the Coopers. Yeah, it doesn't matter. No. Because essentially, if you're saying, I'm a member of either supporters group, you're essentially saying, I'm a member of the club. Yep. And it's very fun. And honest to God, I wouldn't be where I was today without the supporters groups. So thank you again to the supporters groups. Go join one. well, so there's a funny story Please. about some of the supporters. Love you it. Know, so, you uh, uh, mean Asia started dating, and she knew her manager was a fan of the team. <laughs> nice. Him out. Okay. <laughs> and he finds out that he's actually one of the capos for the Coopers. Really? <laughs> so your okay, manager is one of the capos. This was this was when I worked at Hobby Lobby. Yes. Still. <laughs> yeah. I love that idea. First off. Who? The right? amazing like thing who? is everyone John who listens. John Harper is a is a <laughs> yeah. delight. Uh, and if you hated him as a manager, no, then John really Harper nice. sucks. <laughs> John, I'm coming for you. No, he's a, really nice. So she, she knew that he was a, a, a fan. Yeah. No, she knew he was a fan, but sure. didn't know he was a capo until she comes to one of the games. To watch me play, she sees him there with me and yeah. sees him up at the front, leading the charge. Absolutely. Like, Wait, is that John? <laughs> He's got John, the what megaphone. Are you doing? <laughs> John Harper, for those of you who are uninitiated, is a great Cooper's capo. He is also the designer and the uh, perpetrator. Perpetrator behind sure. almost all of our TFOs. So when you oh, see yeah. the great TFOs, that's John Harper. Probably because of his Hobby Lobby connections, uh, getting the uh, getting the, the fabric and the uh, paint for the uh, tifos that we do before the games, uh, the Wayne's World, the the Royal Combat one this year. There's been some really good ones, yep. and that's John Harper. And so I'm glad that, that you didn't hate him because if we were gonna bash yeah. John, I would have done that. But I would have felt bad afterwards. Uh, and Katie is also a delight, and she is one of the Katie Harper is uh, also a delight and one of the capos, and she does a great job. His wife, they're phenomenal. Uh, I always encourage people to yep. get involved as you can. And John is a great example of somebody who said, "I love this team. I'm going to get down there, and I'm going to and we love that scream and yell for 90 minutes a game. It's awesome." <laughs> I don't have that skill set. We talked to Matt Dalton, who is the vice president of the Cooper. Yeah. I'm sorry, not the vice president. He's he is the, the treasurer yeah. of the, the Coopers, and uh, he is a uh, uh, one of the capos. We talked to him. We don't have the energy for that or the skill set of being able to make people want to cheer with you. Yeah. If you weren't. 
playing, Sean? Is capoing something you could do, or are you more of a in the crowd screaming? This looks like a little fist bump. Like, I did. I threw a fist bump yeah, out like, there. <laughs> is that what people are doing at the games? Like, that's all they do at the games. A lot of, yeah. lot of fist bumps. No, like, we don't do a lot of, at least not in Scouse's house, we don't do a lot I'm of fist bumping. I'm hearing deep house right now in my head. I mostly stand next to Brad Estes at the games, and that's all Brad and I do is this. Yeah. There's a lot of, lot of fist pumping. That's it. Uh, would you be? Do you think that uh, when you're a supporter of a team, because I'm betting you're a fan of soccer beyond your own playing, uh, yeah. uh, if you were where you were a fan, do you think that you'd be a capo, a supporter, or are you more of a, I want to watch the game from the seats and take notes and think deep? Yeah, I, I enjoy watching the game, but I also like you know throwing out some 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 chants here and there. I that. So I would I, I would like to think that I would be semi-involved. Okay. You know, but I'm not the one leading the charge. I got you. But I'm still there to have a good time. Absolutely. I'm there for a good yep. time, not for a long time. Uh, Asia, in your experience thus far as a soccer fan, were you a soccer fan before you met Sean? It's always been my favorite sport, but I didn't like watch any You games weren't on. obsessed. I was not. I got you. And in your time in the games, you say you've been seated all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you found a spot that you like best in the stadium? Is there a view you like best? Well, I like it in the shade. <laughs> in the shade. Go figure. That makes sense to me. Yeah. I'm following along so far. Um, I've sat in the Cooper supporter section before. It was fun, but after a while, it gets to be a lot. It's Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Do you like... <clears throat> does the worst part of you... Enjoy hurling insults at other people. Absolutely. No. <laughs> I love that this is a disagreement. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, no. Here, here's let me let me reframe that question. Does do you enjoy hurling insults at people who See, are working actively against your boyfriend? Imagine the other team was all the bad drivers that you had at work. Okay, fair. <laughs> then if if. If you could picture, yes. if you could picture them that, channel that road rage into. That's like when I'm in the car by myself, not in a stadium, like yelling. Well, now is your now is your golden hour, bud, because that's what we do at Scouse's house. Come to Scouse's house. Let the opposing keeper know how terrible of a human being he is, because that's what we do. It that's is our thing. Do. How bad of a driver he is. Yeah, you exactly. Can just, all, exactly. You can <laughs> think of the all. worst thing, the worst driver you can imagine, and then treat the goalkeeper like that. Yeah, tell him. Let That's him know. They do. Let him know because he's right there. Get her, get her pumped up with some YouTube videos of some bad drivers. There's got to be. There's gotta that be guy some. just cut her off. I'm gonna have him loaded at the next home game. I'm gonna have him loaded on my phone, ready to go, Asia. <laughs> We're gonna have to hold her back. <laughs> Um, you, you and my wife can oh. just like, cause, you know, you and my wife can just like get at him. Now, I'm wondering, and I, I've been curious about this. I haven't been up there, so I don't know. Andy's wife, for most of you who know, is uh, is currently pregnant. She is uh, due in November. Everybody's yep. very excited about the upcoming Thank Leo. Thank you very much. We've got Leo coming to join us in just a couple of months. We're yep. excited. With that being said, has Stephanie, his wife, stepped her insult game up? Is she like crankier this year than she was in the years past? Or is she the same level of cranky, just pregnant? See, the problem with this question is that no matter how I am, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sean is tiptoeing for Andy right now. Oh, that's a precarious question for me, Stephanie friend. super doesn't listen to this. She does, actually, oh. is the thing. There have been times I've come home, like, on a Thursday, and she's like, I listen to your podcast. And she'll ask me a very specific question about a very specific topic that we covered. I did not expect that. My wife definitely doesn't listen. Um, And she's absolutely going to listen to this one because she knows... She loves Hulk. Sean, like, you are... Like, like you're one of our favorites, right? Like, she's absolutely going to listen to this one. Um, My beautiful... Radiant, pregnant, <laughs> pregnant wife. Okay. Okay. Um, more, less, or equivalently aggressive this year? More. More aggressive? I love that. More. I love that. And she's great anyway. Like, she she digs in. She finds something that's actually going to oh. bother the keeper. Yeah. She will cut to the core. She's not like, you're bad oh at your job. God. She's like, you're bad as a human being, yeah. and here's wow. why. She finds something. Who was the keeper? Uh, uh, big beard, bad teeth. Um, New Zealander. Yeah. Shit. You know who I'm talking about. He, um, He's from New Zealand. He was him, you know? Uh, That's what I'm trying to think of. I feel like it might have been Toronto. It was Toronto last year. Okay. Yeah. Toronto last year. So she said something to him. Yeah. We had a home game, and he was like, he was on his guest's outside. And we're like yelling at him. We're like, you're doing bad. You're an idiot. You're doing bad. And he's one of the keepers that like. He's fun. He'll turn around and give it to you. He's fun, and he'll give it to you. Yeah, and like when he does an awesome, like, like he had a great save. Like he had a great save. And he turned around and scouts his house and like threw it in our face, which you kind of like, right? Like oh, you want the keeper to be into it as yeah. much as you are, right? During that same game, she said something about his teeth because he's got a messed up grip, right? She said something good. about it. She was the first and only person that I heard say something about his teeth. And he like turned around with a look on his face that in was like play. in play. I he mean, was heartbroken. Like, that, that's what she does. I mean, and it's one of the reasons I married her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking in this case too, like if this goalie is living in Canada, like you know, you, th- you think you would have the, the coverage medically Health to get care, this, right? Get like this it's universal. How have you not covered this yet, bro? Go get some elective surgery, <laughs> man. It's covered for what? this year and this year only. But she pregnancy uh, has made her sharper. Yeah. There's like it's like Thanos. Yeah. And then pregnancy makes her Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh wow. Wow. It's like she can say stuff that you're just like. My all-time favorite. What am I doing with my like, life? You feel bad for that guy. <laughs> yeah. Like you're like. But again, one of the reasons I married her, right? Yeah. Um, one of the many. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I believe, I believe she'll be yelling at. Nope, she won't be. She won't be in Char in Charleston. I was gonna say I think it's Kuzminski this year. Yeah. Uh, but no. Who was our favorite? Who was our favorite balder, balding guy? Oh my god. So um, there's a keeper in the USL who is uh he doesn't even he's not even bald, he's just slowly starting thinning. to. Yeah. And our starting view to. is perfect for that. And it's she, right here. She it's made just... him wanna she she really hurt him. Oh that. yeah. It was, yeah. she she was really getting to him about the balding thing and you could tell he actually did one of these at one point. Like oh he yeah. was covering oh. it. Like whoof. You love to see that. And uh, uh he came out after the half with a hat on. 
I mean, he may as well have because he gave it like he gave he was it like the a Peter brush bag. He gave it the brush bag, and it was like but that's what she does. And pregnancy makes any woman just like infinitely stronger, right? Yeah. Like there's a mama bear aspect to anybody, yeah. right? Um, and so sometimes we'll be at games, and she'll say stuff, and I'll turn around and look at her like. Babe, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I am only realizing now that we have monopolized. Time flew. Let's say that. I don't even care. Yeah, I know you don't. Time flew. We uh, we promised them like an hour, hour and ten, and it is now an hour and forty. So we're gonna cut them loose because I know Sean's got practice, and I'm sure Asia has many delightful things she needs to do with her time. So we're gonna cut them loose. Uh, oh, yeah. Sean, do you have anything else you want to add? Asia, you've been a delight. Do you have anything else you would like to add? Because otherwise, we really got to let you guys get out of here. Oh, we're, we do. We're don't awful we? human beings. Yeah. We're sorry. <laughs> You're great. You're entertaining. <laughs> You're entertaining. <laughs> we, get, we, get, we get distracted and we just go. Oh, uh, this I enjoy it. Good, I good. I, I, uh, oh, shit. I have I, the, the boots that I'm. Uh, I'm giving away that me and Kyle signed from last year. And if you then, haven't seen them online, I'm sorry I'm going to interrupt you just so you can talk about them more because they're, they're awesome. Uh, if you haven't seen them yet, go on Twitter, go on Facebook, follow Sean because, A, he's a good follow in general. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, B, uh, the boots that he and Kyle Smith from Orlando City, I don't know, he used to play somewhere else. I can't remember where. Uh, but uh, the boots that he and Kyle Smith have signed, they're awesome. And, uh what they're doing is really cool. So Sean, uh, Sean, I apologize. No, it's all good. And then I'm actually having, so like in the past we did, and we announced it last year when we were on the podcast, the boots that I did. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be doing another one for KRM this year. Nice. Um, That's gonna be coming here soon, so be on the lookout for that. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, If you haven't followed along, please do. And some of the pictures we're seeing from the people who are doing the Tucked In, Locked In Challenge, there's some cool pictures. I'm thrilled to see them. It's been fun to watch. Uh, I think uh, it's Toph City, is that right? T-O-P-H-C-I-T-Y. That's it. Uh, and that's on Twitter. Is that also on Instagram? And Instagram, Instagram, yeah. All right. And then you can find him at Sean Tosh on, uh, on Facebook. Uh, Asia, do you want to pitch anything? You got anything to follow? I was just going to mention his contest. Oh, well, I'm glad that I did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I timed that just right. Andy, you got anything that you want to add the rest of the way? No, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. You're a Scassus House favorite, for sure. Asia, it was very nice to meet you. Thank you guys very much for letting us take up this much of your time. Hulk is the all-time classic. Hulk. He was the first big name that we truly embraced over yeah. in the house. Well, it's and always it's always fun that after the game to come in, and especially after a win, especially after a 5-1 win, to come over and, and be welcome like that. And I really appreciate it. We're going to have the final home game of the year this year. I'm already predicting it. We're going to have okay. the final home game of the year this year. Sean's going to score on a banger from 25. Wow. Rip the shirt off. And then when he comes <laughs> over for the after game special, he's going to, when you're rip all chanting Hulk yeah. at him, he's going to rip it down. Yeah. I love it. That's what's happening. I mean, it's, I see it happening. Makes sense. <laughs> Everybody, we have kept you guys too long. We have kept Asia and Sean too long. Uh, I need to eat because, wow, these I hit my purple stuff goal, though. Did you hit five? That's a lot of old fashions. I'm at three, and I'm delightful. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. We can only ever end our podcasts one way, and that is by saying a very enthusiastic thank you to Sean and Asia. And got me. Go Go City. City.